We now present The Adventures of Marco Polo. Marco Polo and his friends were rescued from the clutches of Vanchu by the Kublai Khan. And the great Khan was so pleased at what Marco Polo had done that he appointed him as governor of his province, Armenia. He also rewarded Toktai by appointing him governor of the city of Pekin. The great Khan announced that he was quite prepared to trade with Venice, thereby bringing gladness to the hearts of Niccolo and Maffeo Polo. He also stated that he was about to take a tour of his dominions, and he desired Marco Polo, Niccolo and Maffeo to accompany him. The Princess Delana still desired to wed Marco, and the great Khan arranged that the wedding should take place before he started on his journey. The day before the wedding, Marco Polo was accosted by Toktai, who declared his love for Zilana and swore that he would kill himself because she would not return his love. Toktai, those are rash words. How do you know that the Princess Zilana does not return your love? Why, she is to wed you. She has no eyes for anyone but you. Toktai, you are mistaken. While I have the greatest respect for the Princess Solana, I do not love her. You lie. I do not lie. But I am grateful to the Princess Solana because she saved my life and the lives of my companions. If I can pay my debt by marrying her, then I am willing to pay that debt. But I think that if you are patient, then Solana will in time come to love you. Oh, Toktai, you are conferring a boon on me. I am conferring a boon on you? What words are these, Marco Polo? Well, you have told me of your love for Zalana, and I can assure you that I will speak with her and tell her of that love. You must not do that. She has no eyes for me. The great Khan has bestowed her hand on you, and the heart of Toktai is heavy. Oh, be of good cheer, my friend. I am soon going on a journey with the Khan, and then I will remain for some time in the province of Armenia. During my absence, Zalana will be in your charge, Toktai. She will be your wife. Toktai is a man of honor. She may not be my wife. I will go and speak with Zelana now. You will keep your own counsel. Leave everything in my hands. You are a brave and courageous man. You deserve to marry the woman you love. And Marco Polo promises to help you. Those are crude words, Marco Polo. It is too late to help me now. Say you that Zelana is so fickle that she could stop loving you and start to love me? It has been my experience that all women are fickle, my friend. Now you shall die. You shall not insult the Princess Zilana. Don't threaten me with that knife, Toktai. I did not mean to insult the Princess. Now, if you leave everything in my hands, you may yet find happiness. But you must give me your promise that you will not attempt to take your own life. Your words give me new hope. But do you jest with me, or do you speak the truth? I swear I speak the truth now. Come, Toktai. Your promise. I promise that I will not attempt to end my own life. It is well. I go now to seek out the Princess Zilana. I will meet you here in two hours' time. Then, mayhap, I will have some news for you. Marco Polo made his way to the apartments of the Princess Zelana, and he found there was great activity. Zelana was supervising the finishing touches to her glorious wedding gown. Maids, ladies-in-waiting, and servants bustled around her. Marco Polo surveyed the scene for a moment. Zalana! Zalana! Oh, Marco Polo, I did not expect to see you today. 
Look at the silks and satins which the great Khan has sent me from his treasure house. They are indeed very beautiful. Will you send those women away? I, I wish to have speech with you. Oh, my impetuous lover, you cannot bear to be away from me for long. Very well. We shall have a few minutes alone together. Oh, but I have much to do today, Marco Polo. Oh, I will not detain you for long. Go. Go, all of you. I will beat upon the gong when I require your services again. Zalana, I have a matter of great import to discuss with you. Come, Marco Polo. Sit beside me on this divan. You look so handsome today. And you look very beautiful. Have you no caresses for me, Marco Polo? One moment, Zalana. You know that very soon I leave for Armenia to take up my duties as governor. That I'm going to journey through the dominions with a great Khan. Oh, I know, I know. Well, I wish our wedding to be postponed until I return. But, Marco Polo, what does this mean? Have you ceased to love me? Oh, hear me, Zalana. I haven't told you this before. But I desire my other wives to be present at the wedding. Your other wives? Oh, no, Marco Polo. Well, is it not the custom in this land... That when a man takes a wife, his other wives shall be present at the ceremony? It is the custom. But you did not tell me that you had other wives. You stated that it was the custom in your land to take one wife only. Oh, did I say that? Oh, yes. oh I'm sorry, Zilana. Oh, you have deceived me greatly. I think I hate you. I hate your wives, too. But of course I will be your head wife. The others will have to obey my orders. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, of course. Describe your other wives to me. Who is your head wife now? Tell me what she looks like. Well, uh, she's very tall and, uh, and very fat. Oh. Uh, and she has a loud voice. Uh, and she's very jealous. Oh, I do not think I will like her very much. Can you not kill her or give her away to someone else, Marco Polo? Oh, I couldn't do that. But uh, are you sure that you, you do love me, Zalana? Oh, you are very handsome. Yes, but not as handsome as Toktai. And he is a man of your own race. Doctor is indeed handsome. You know, Marco Polo, if you had not come into my life, I think I could have fallen in love with Doctor. He is one of the finest men I know. It was by his efforts alone that the Khan was saved. And I can tell you this, Silana. I happen to know that Toktai is very much in love with you. Oh, poor Toktai. And I have been so cold and distant to him. But then that is correct. For after all, I am your promised wife. Yes, of course, but uh, Toktai is not married yet, and I, I have four wives, and uh, he has none. I think Toktai is the type who would only love one woman. Uh, that is what I think. But why should we talk about Toktai all the time? I want to hear about your wives. <gasps> ah, the great Khan comes this way. We must bow down before him. You may rise. <clears throat> But I came to see Zilana and wish her well, to ask if she liked the many precious materials which I sent oh, to her. Oh, they are beautiful, Most High. I am more than grateful to you. But I am afraid the wedding will have to be postponed. What is this, the wedding postponed? Why, have you quarreled? No. Oh, no, no, Most High. Uh, we have not quarreled, but by the laws of this land, all a man's wives must be present at the time of his wedding. And uh, I wish to send for my other wives. You have other wives, Marco Polo, but, but you are a Christian. I understand that Christians only take one wife. Well, uh, you see, there are different laws, O Most High, and I would like my other wives to be present with uh, your permission, of course. Oh, it is the law of the land, but it will take some time for your other wives to arrive here, Marco Polo. Yes, I know that, Most High, 
therefore, I suggest that we postpone the wedding until my return from Armenia. I know that Zelana is prepared to wait for me. I am willing to wait until eternity, if necessary, Marco Polo. Oh, it may not be necessary to wait as long as that. Oh, such devotion I have never seen. <laughs> well, I think you are right, Marco Polo. It would be as well to have your other wives present at the ceremony. I shall issue a proclamation that the wedding is to be postponed until you return. Oh, I know it will be quite safe to leave Zelana here in Pekin in the care of Toktai. Uh, well, I shall speak to Toktai. He is to watch over the princess and guard her. And when you return, mayhap, your wives will be here. Then we will have a magnificent Eastern wedding. But uh, uh, whom will you send for your wives? Well, you desire my father and my uncle to accompany you on our journey, Great Khan. Yes, they must go with us. Uh, bid your servant Benno return to Venice. Uh, I shall give him a special escort to the coast. That escort will wait until he returns with your wives. Now, uh, does that satisfy you, Marco Polo? It does, Most High. And I thank you for your kindness. I must go now and tell Benno of his forthcoming journey. But Marco Polo, you will spend some time with me today? Oh, I will spend much time with you, Zelana. But I must give my servant his orders now. By the leave of the great Khan, I will withdraw. You may withdraw, Marco Polo. Marco Polo made his way to his own apartments, and there he found his father studying a map. Niccolo Polo looked up as his son entered. He greeted him cordially. Well, Marco, are you excited at the prospect of your wedding? No. Can you tell me where I can find Benno? Oh, he went to the town with your uncle Maffio. They were to make some purchases for the forthcoming journey. Did you know the Khan is taking six elephants with him? He's also taking an army of 10,000, all mounted on the best horses. There will be 2,000 workmen to erect camp wherever we wish to stay for the night. <laughs> we shall certainly be traveling in the greatest luxury. Yes, Father. I, uh, I must find Benno at once. Oh, he will return soon. But stay, my son. Look you on this map. This is the route which we will take. Yes, well, I must see Benno before the Khan speaks with him. The Khan will not speak with Benno. He dislikes speaking to servants. Now, tell me about your forthcoming wedding, my son. Uh, there will be no wedding. What? Don't tell me you've refused to marry Princess Zelada. All arrangements have been made for the wedding. The Khan has altered his mind. The wedding is to be postponed until I return from Armenia. Oh, how did you persuade him to change his mind? I uh, used a subterfuge. You know that it is the law of this land that if a man marries, all his wives must be present at the ceremony. <laughs> well, you have no other wives, Marco. <laughs> On the contrary, Father, I have four other wives. What? Come now, Marco. This is no time for jesting. Well, the Khan believes that I have four other wives. Marco, I've been looking for you. What's the meaning of this nonsense? Why, what ails you, Uncle Matthew? An officer approached me and stated that your wedding had been postponed until such time as Benno returns from Venice with your other wives. Well, that is correct. There you are, Niccolo. I always told you that Marco was deceitful. Apparently, he has wives all over Venice. Uh, if you will only let me explain, but where is Benno? He has been taken before the Khan to receive certain instructions for his journey to Venice. That fool Benno will tell the Khan the truth. Let me pass. I must intercept Benno.
now present The Adventures of Marco Polo. Marco Polo persuaded Doctor not to take his own life, and he promised to try and postpone his wedding to the Princess Delana. Marco Polo then saw the Princess Delana and told her that he had four wives in Venice, and he pointed out that according to Venetian law, his other wives would have to be present at his wedding. When Marco Polo told the great Khan this news, he agreed to postpone Marco's wedding ceremony, but he said that Benno should be dispatched to Venice in order to accompany Marco Polo's wives on their journey to China. Marco Polo told his father and his uncle what had happened, and he was horrified to learn that Kublai Khan had sent for Benno. Meanwhile, Benno had been led into the presence of the great Khan. You may rise, Venetian servant. I have orders for you. You are to leave at once on a journey to Venice. Most high, I am grateful that you should send me back to Venice. But what of my masters? Are they not to accompany me? Your masters will accompany me on a tour of my dominions. But do not fear. A regiment of soldiers shall accompany you to the coast, and they will wait there until you return. But why am I being sent to Venice? So that you may bring the wives of Marco Polo here to be present at his wedding. The, the, the wives of Marco Polo? Yes, do not gape at me. It seems that my Venetian friends employ fools as servants. But, but, but most noble Khan, I think there must be some mistake. There is no mistake. I have discussed the matter with Marco Polo, and he is agreeable for you to go to Venice in order that you may bring his four wives here to my city in safety. Oh, but uh, Marco Polo is... Almost high. Uh, Hear me, I beg of you. Marco Polo, what does this intrusion mean? I am busy now, giving orders to your servant, Venno. You must not burst into my odious chamber in this manner. I humbly ask your pardon, most high and noble prince. But I thought my servant, Benno, might be rather slow-witted, and that he might fail to understand your orders. You are right, Marco Polo. He's indeed slow-witted. I am not slow-witted. Silence, Benno. I will explain what the great Khan wishes you to do. Marco Polo, always have I served you faithfully. And I am grateful for your service, Benno. But, but listen, listen to what the great Khan has to say. Well, I was telling your servant that I wish him to return to Venice and to bring your four wives here to Pekin so that they may witness your wedding to the Princess Solana. Benno, do you understand those orders? Uh, no, no, I... Hear me, do... Benno, hear me. You know my wives. They will be pining for me, waiting for my return. Oh, which wives? Benno, uh... you know I only have four wives. Four wives? Oh, Marco Polo, what has happened? Have you been taking that drink hashish again? No, I have not been drinking hashish. The great Kubla Khan wishes you to return to Venice. You will carry a message from me to my four wives, and you will bring them safely here to peek in. Oh, but Marco Cease to Polo... argue with me, Benno. The Khan will think that you are a fool. Well, I already think that. Hear me, Benno. You will listen to the Khan's orders, and you will make no comments. I will explain everything to you afterwards. Benno, you shall leave tomorrow. I shall provide a suitable escort. Marco Polo's wives must be treated with the greatest courtesy. Those are your orders now. Do you understand? No. He does understand, but the fellow is dull and obstinate. Do you think it right that your wives should be entrusted to the care of such a stupid fellow? Well, he's not quite as stupid as he appears to be. I, 
I will explain your orders to him later. I am not stupid, but I am I am bewildered. You need not fear, Benno. I shall send one of my bravest captains in charge of the regiment which is to accompany you to the coast. And you will return here as quickly as possible. You will see that Marco Polo's wives have every comfort on the journey. And when you return to the coast, you will find your escort waiting for you. Benno understands your orders, O Most High, but I will make them clear to him again before he leaves for the coast. Uh, that is well. Now you may withdraw, but... Uh, now wait, uh, Benno will need uh, money on the journey. Let money be brought to me. Notes of large denomination. Oh, this paper which they use for money, it seems of no value to me. It is of high value here in China. Uh, uh, here are the notes. Each one is valued at ten gold pieces. Uh, you will see inscribed on each my scarlet seal of state. Now take this money, which also bears the signature of the ten officers of my treasury, and you will want for nothing. Now go, for I have much work to do. Marco Polo and Benno were ushered from the Khan's presence. Marco sent Benno to prepare for his journey, while he hastily went into the gardens where he had arranged to meet Toktai. He found that young soldier impatiently waiting. Oh, uh, Toktai, I'm sorry if I've kept you waiting, but there were many important matters which claimed my attention. You said that you have some news for me, Marco Polo. Has your wedding to the Princess Zilana been postponed? Do you think the Princess Zilana will ever love me? Well, that rests entirely with you, Toktai. Mayhap everything is not lost because my wedding has been postponed. May heaven be praised. Why has the wedding been postponed? For reasons which I gave to the great Khan. But I am leaving for Armenia in two days' time. And during my absence, the Princess Zilana will be placed in your charge. You will watch over her. You will be often in her presence and mayhap... She will come to love you, Toktai. It seems that we are deceiving Zilana, that we are deceiving the Khan. You must be ready to do my bidding if you love Zilana. Be careful, Marco Polo, when you journey with the Khan. There are many who wish you evil. Against whom are you warning me, Toktai? Beware of Akmath, the magician. Akmath, the magician? Why, I've never heard of him. He is one of the king's counselors. He has more power than any man in this land. He has been on tour of the Khan's far-flung dominions. He appoints the governors, and all those who are appointed are his friends. He has great influence with the Khan, and undoubtedly he will advise the Khan to put you to death. And when does he return? He is due to return today. He will accompany you on your journey. He is always at the Khan's side, except when he is touring the outlying dominions. But some say he is in league with the rebel Van Chu, and that he hopes to overthrow the mighty Kubla Khan. It is rumored that he left here so that Van Chu could seize the throne. Does the great Khan know of this? The Khan will hear no word against Akmath, but I warn you to be on your guard. I thank you for this warning, Toktai. I shall be on my guard. But tell me this, Toktai. Do the soldiers still search for the rebel Van Chu? Yes, Marco Polo. The soldiers of the mighty Kubla Khan still search for Van Chu. And when he is found, he will be put to death. Oh, Toktai's heart is full of gratitude towards you. And even if I don't succeed in winning the love and the heart of the Princess Zilana... I shall always be in your debt. I have not yet fully paid my debt to you, Toktai. But remember, the Princess Zalana is still betrothed to me. And when I return, I trust that she will ask me to end the betrothal so that you may wed her. 
The next day, Marco Polo, with his father and his uncle, was busily preparing for his journey, and at the same time preparing to send Benno on his way to Venice. Mafio Polo strongly disapproved of his nephew's action, and he did not hesitate to say so. I think your conduct is disgraceful, Marco. You deliberately flirted with the Princess Zilana. You made her fall in love with you, and now what are you doing? My uncle, Mafio, could you think of some other subject of conversation? I am rather tired of that one. Where is Benno? In the servants' quarters, bidding farewell to some of his friends. He seems convinced that he will never return from Venice. He will return, do not worry. Oh, come, Benno, we were just speaking of you. Oh, Master Marco, I am sorely troubled. Why, what did you tell the Khan? I have already explained that to you most carefully, Benno. Oh, but when I return without your wives, the Khan may put me to death. The Khan may be very annoyed, Marco. Great princes do not like being deceived. Let us deal with that situation when it arises. All Benno has to say is that my wives refuse to accompany him, and it will not be very far from the truth. <laughs> you have nothing to fear, Benno. But I trust that we shall all be alive when you return. Oh, why do you say that? Have you heard of Akmath, the magician? I've heard some talk of the fellow. I believe he returned to the palace uh, yesterday. He is one of the Khan's most trusted advisers, and he's been on a tour of the outlying provinces. That is so, but I have been warned against him. He is likely to be jealous of our friendship with the great Kubla Khan. Well, if that is the case, we must strive to win his friendship. I have also heard that Akmath was working in league with a rebel, Van Chu, and that he was responsible for the rebellion. But uh, this is very serious. Have you spoken of this matter to the Khan? No, not yet. I only received the warning yesterday. But I have no proof against this man, but we must protect ourselves. Yes, of course. Oh, you must take him, Master Marco. I fear I will return to find you dead. <laughs> I think not, Benno. I think I will still be alive to receive my four wives. Oh, four wives. I am still bewildered. I do not know how you could tell the Khan such a preposterous story. Well, do not keep on referring to the matter. It was all that I could think of at the time. Well, I'm most upset about this matter. You should not have made love to the princess. Oh, the great Khan comes this way now. Look. Bow down before Kubla Khan. The greatest prince in all the world. Willingly we bow down. You may rise, my friends. I have come to see how your preparations are proceeding. Well, we are honored that you should visit our apartments, most noble Khan. I wish you to join me in the audience chamber in an hour's time. There to make the acquaintance of my friend and advisor, Akmath. Most noble Khan. Give me permission to bring a certain matter before your notice. A certain matter before my notice? Well, well, what is it? Speak on. It has come to my ears that Akmath is in league with Van Chu, that he is not your friend but your enemy, and I beg you to be on your guard, Most High. Enough, Marco Polo. You presume too far. He who speaks evil against Akmath speaks evil against me. If you wish to retain my friendship, fail not to seek the friendship of Akmath the Magician. <laughs> 